Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Protesters, of course, took to the streets yesterday outside Leinster House to protest against the restrictions against women in maternity wards, not being able to have their partners there, etc., etc., etc. Now, of course, there is hollow, uh, sort of hospital policy involved at the moment. The government said it's not their problem. But Padre Tobin, the A2 leader, has revealed that his party is to put a bill forward to end the restrictions around maternity care and they'll be introducing the doll today at around one o'clock to coincide with the Better Maternity Care March, uh, which took place outside the doll. Sorry, that was introduced to the doll yesterday. And speaking in advance of the formal introduction of the Maternity Care COVID-19 Bill 2021, Mr. Tobin said the restrictions around maternity services are cruel and inhumane. Recently, we've seen government ministers express criticism of the restrictions while suggesting that there is nothing further the health minister can do. Now, in saying that, he was in the doll and he raised the question once again for those who don't think that politicians don't stand up for them. Padder did. And have a listen to this little section at the end of the doll when he did raise the issue. Over the last 20 months, the front line of COVID has been emergency service, beds and ICUs. You've even mentioned yourself that the reason why uh, we can't have normal rules in maternity hospitals is because there's still a threat from COVID. We had the Minister for Health yesterday talk about extending the most uh, draconian restrictions in Europe because of the threat of COVID. Yet this government seeks to close ICU beds and uh, accident emergency beds in Navan now. You couldn't make it up, Minister. In one hand, you're saying there's a crisis, a crisis that has led to 5,200 people's deaths. And right now, you're looking to close the front line of those Thank services. There will be 10,000 people up, marching Minister. on the streets of Meath in this month. Please, will you deputy. commit to protecting please, the services in Avon Hospital? Yeah, I'll certainly look, I'll take the matter up directly with, with the Minister for Health and I'll relay your comments here this morning in that regard. I have please, been told please, by at least please. five ministers no, no, that they will no, get back no, to no, me. We're not having this. Ministers no, we're never get back. And any questions I have asked from this side of, of, of the doll, I have never heard. The tone to say that Stephen Donnelly would get back on this question just last week. And nobody comes back, ever. There you go, nobody ever comes back. And he's right, Patter Tobin joins me on the line. Patter, your blood pressure was through the ceiling. Are you surprised Stephen Donnelly didn't get back to you? He never got back to us either in over 12 months. No, like, uh, to be honest, the, the, the doll is just excruciatingly frustrating uh, uh, currently. It's, um, I've asked questions, uh, life and death questions, of the Minister for, for Justice, for the Minister for Health, and from the Taunister, and a number of other ministers in the last five or six months. They stand up and nice and calmly they say, oh, this is a very serious issue and we'll get back we'll to you and make it sure. On. We'll pass and it back. on. And, and we hear not a dicky bird from them. There isn't a phone call, a letter, an email, or they won't even, when they pass you in the car door, they don't, they don't even stop to say, oh, yes, that issue. Uh, and what they're doing, in effect, is they're, they're telling lies. They're, they're telling people that they're going to do something and they're purposely not doing it. Um, and oh, these, is, is it lies or is it just kicking it down the road a bit further and hoping it goes away? I think, I, I think that's, that's part of it. But, you know, if, if there's a life and death issue going on, uh, a minister has a responsibility to the doll, to the elected representatives of, of, of the country. Like, this, over 7,000 people voted for myself. They're entitled to an answer from the, the minister. Now, if the minister doesn't have the answer there and then, that's possible. But there's no excuse that they don't tell the, the staff in their office future. to get back to you. Yeah, okay, well, stuff. look, getting forward into it's obviously the bill that, that obviously you want to introduce, us, which is the Maternity Care COVID-19 2021 bill. I mean, this bill, I suppose, 
will supersede anything else in the respect of that it will guarantee that partners won't be excluded from the birth of their child as they have been over the last uh, 18 months or so almost and still continue to be uh, not so much over the birth of their child because a lot of those restrictions have been lifted but certain visits that their you know their partners will be making for scans etc etc are still restricted to some degree I mean there were some angry people outside the doll yesterday um, because these restrictions still haven't been lifted I mean you can go to a nightclub as in from next week, week after next but you can't go into a hospital with your wife I know and, and I, I've put in FOIs into the government on this to see what kind of correspondence they're receiving from mothers around the country who've been in this situation and some of the answers back are ex- just absolutely heartbreaking one mother said that she was told that her baby had just died um, she was then sent from the room and she was put into the corridor. She was left sobbing in the corridor alone. Um, and, you know, she, she was, she, in her own words, craving for comfort and support and, and not a single person there uh, to help and her husband wasn't allowed. Another woman said that the, she was in the maternity uh, ward and the monitor turned dark and the midwife told her that there was no heartbeat um, and that this was earth-shattering uh, news for her, but that, again, she was on her own and had to deal with this. Another woman said that she uh, had experienced nine miscarriages in the past six years, um, and they were delighted, obviously, that they were pregnant again, but that they were now facing this uh, situation on their own. And this is, uh, like, you know... why Why is this continuing? When government and the Minister for Health have both said this shouldn't be continuing, yet the hospitals are still imposing their own policies. So these are policies, not by doctors and nurses, policies by people in suits, men and women in suits, uh, who are making decisions who are not really on the front line anyway and usually sitting in an office. So why are they still existing? So the the government are are, are speaking out of both sides of their mouth on this. So when we put this to them, they nod in in kind of measured tones and, you know, agree that this is shocking and agree that this is wrong, etc. They actually go out to the march that was there yesterday and they put their arms around people and get photographs taken with them. But then when we were pushed, why aren't you actually imposing a law to stop this? Then they say, well, actually, maybe there's a reason why the hospitals are doing this. Maybe there's a safety reason. And so they're actually saying two things at once, um, you know, uh, which is obviously... But is there there a logical safety reason? Okay, they're going to talk about, obviously, a sterile environment, particularly when we're talking about labour wards, etc., etc., a sterile environment. And, you know, there is an argument that people have come on the air and said it to us before. You know, I can't go into the hospital with my missus when she's getting her scan or she's being given bad news. But I can, well, as soon as she comes out, we can both go to a restaurant across the road where there's, you know, 50 people and a waitress beside us and nobody cares. So, and I get that, but people will argue, well, it is a sterile environment. No, listen, I, I recognise that people have to be cautious in these types of environments. I recognise that there's other people who may be in, 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 in bad health, uh, the staff, etc., there. Um, but, but the point of it is most of these partners are husbands that are actually living with uh, the mother. Um, so, in other words, they're part of the same bubble. Whatever bugs that the mother has, it's likely that the husband uh, or the partner has as, as, as well. Um, and, and secondly, our bill allows for protection. So it actually says that if a person has any symptoms of COVID or you know, the person w- would potentially have to have a, an antigen test, uh, for example, to allow for um, people to be sure that they, uh, they don't have COVID um, and they're bringing that into the hospital. So like, we're not I- ignoring the, the, the potential so pitfalls is it, So, Padre, is it the doctors and nurses themselves that, are, that want this imposed or is it the people in the suits? Who, I mean, who is it that actually wants this to continue? Because in every other aspect of our lives currently at the moment, almost all the restrictions are gone, with the exception of a few. So who is insisting that this is still left in place? Uh, but I think it's the suits, but I also think it's the lack of government um, response to this. Because 
here are we. We're, we're a small political party, ain't we? We're brand new, and we don't have you know much human resource. But what we've managed to do, that the resource that we have, is we've put a bill together, uh, which actually makes it illegal now for a uh, a hospital to prevent a partner or a husband going in uh, for the, uh, the the duration of labour, and if there's any really important. Um, antenatal or, or prenatal uh, meetings, uh, mm-hmm. you know, after or before that. So, um, you know, the government could have done this, but the government could literally... Go, yeah, but could it not go a step further and say for the duration of the pregnancy? I don't believe there's any reason why your husband shouldn't be there for the whole lot. I mean, well, as I would have been for all of my children. Well, I, I, you, you may well be right, and um, but I suppose we were looking for what's possible mm-hmm. by the law, and if we went for the full nine yards, for example, it would probably be more difficult to get this through. And like I, I know the government TDs were, were nodding their heads in support of this bill yesterday, but I can bet your bottom dollar that you will see these uh, basically dilly-dallying on this bill. They'll, they'll, they'll like to see it you know, not go through. Uh, they won't help it go, go through fast, and they'll sit on this bill in many ways. So one of the biggest problems that exists in Leinster House is TDs, especially government TDs, saying what people want to hear, getting the photographs taken with them outside of the doll, but sitting on their hands and doing nothing in the chamber. And that's one of the, the major and then, political forms. And then, when it, and then when it comes to a vote, they vote the opposite way to the way they've told everybody. Exactly, and, 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 and they shrug their, their shoulders and say they're being whipped. That the, None of them have the backbone to stand up for what they believe in uh, whatsoever. So like, we, we think that this is an issue uh, of, of human importance, but this is also an issue of mental health. You mentioned, obviously, a sterile environment, which is important for physical health. But mental health is always uh, is, is significant, and as you know, you know from from the, the listeners uh, speaking to you, the last twenty months has seen enormous pressure happen uh, with regards to mental health. It's seen pressure, obviously, from the isolation that people have experienced, and um, with regards to the economic, you know, pressures that they've they've experienced, um, and and now we see families who are going through probably the most difficult journey of their lives. You know, pregnancy is the most difficult, it's probably the most dangerous journey for the mother and the most dangerous journey for the child. Mm -hmm. And here we are with the government are saying still that they will stand over certain hospitals, you know, uh, forcing mothers to go through this by themselves. And And, and and what what have Paul Reid and Colm Henry said in relation to this and the HSE? Surely they have some influence over this. They they do, and they they said that they they think that these restrictions uh, should end, but they note that some of these are voluntary hospitals. So, in other words, they're not fully state hospitals. They have their own governance boards, uh, etc. And as a result, they... They shrugged their shoulders. Um, but, like, you know, how come the whole political establishment, all 159 TDs, can, you know, talk at length on this, and yet it's only aimed to that actually can create a bill that will go through the doll that will hopefully put a stop to this? Uh, and that's what, what's missing in the, in, in the doll. Absolutely. You know. well, well, look, and, and no better month to do it, of course. This is October is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. So I think this would be the ideal month sure. to once and for all sort this matter out. And if we ever go down this road again, and hopefully not of lockdowns or restrictions, that this shouldn't happen. This should be one restriction that doesn't happen in the future. This is it. And, you know, people might say, well, we're coming to the end of this. And ho- please, God, we are coming to the end of it. But as you know, the government... Um, uh, extended the, the draconian restrictions uh, until next year, um, and while they're 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 hemming and hawing now, like initially they said that they were not going to impose a vaccine pass on hospitality after October 22nd. You know, uh, they're they're now resiling slightly from that, and the language that I'm hearing is that they're still discussing and. and do, you, why, do you believe that's going to be extended? The people are concerned about that. Well, if, of course. If, if, if do you believe it's, it's going to be extended? If, past? I, I I honestly think that there's a, a, a small potential that it will, uh, and I don't trust this government uh, on this uh, 
they are restriction happy and they are an outlier in European terms with regards to the, the, the severity and the length of restrictions. So I definitely think that you know, political parties like AIM2 will be pushing against uh, any uh, efforts by the government to extend this beyond October 22nd. Not least that we have our Ordesh in Dublin on the, 22, the 23rd of October, and we, we, we hope to have hundreds of people of that. Uh, but we also need to make sure that there is no longer discrimination in this country. I feel weird in saying this, right? But Aintu now is the only political party that opposes discrimination. You know, most other political parties are now saying well, the, that But the, gov- the government will argue, obviously, that discrimination is there for a purpose, although there was um, data released and published in a published paper from the UK over the last uh, two months which suggested that any type of COVID pass in hospitality has made absolutely no difference whatsoever to case numbers sure. and figures. And, so, and the logic would be, you know, surely you should be, if, if you want to stop COVID spreading in a hospitality sector, test for covid you know, person who has a vaccine can have COVID. Indeed, they can fall ill with COVID, though their chances are far lower. Uh, they can, and, and they, can, they can have COVID, and they can pass COVID. So surely a antigen testing regime would be a far more... A fairer system, uh, yeah. ...way to do it, to stop the illness, and a fairer system, because the, there isn't an inherent discrimination in it. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.